Greetings and hello fellow Trekkies. Welcome back to another episode of Yelling About Star Trek. My name is Christian Fox and this is a show where I yell at you about all things Star Trek for your amusement. So I'm not yelling at my friends and family who don't want to hear my thoughts and theories on this fantastic franchise. Today, I want to talk about my first two days at the Star Trek convention here in Las Vegas. I say the first two days because I'm recording this on Saturday and I actually have one more day tomorrow before I head home. So I'll talk about the third part in part two of this episode, which will be airing next week. But before I get into all of the fun here in Vegas, make sure you get out of your space pajamas, put on your shiniest bear boots, get a cup of coffee, get a cup of tea, maybe some iced tea if you want to pull the Archer Maneuver, and brace for impact, because things are about to get nerdy. So I don't even know where to start, because there's just been so much that's been going on this week. This week has been incredible. I have loved almost every minute of it, and it really is a dream come true. Because, you know, for a long time, I've heard about these Star Trek conventions, and I've heard a lot about the one in Vegas. And as you might know by now, I'm Canadian, and I'm actually in Toronto. And unfortunately, there's not a ton of conventions here in Toronto, um, at least that I've been able to find. The closest one that comes to mind is Fan Expo, which is fun, but it's not the best because it's a general fandom um, convention, hence the name, but it's not dedicated purely to Trek, which is great, but I, I, I haven't been able to go to a purely Trek convention. So this is my first time, and being here in Vegas has been a dream. For one thing, I've always wanted to go to Vegas just because I've heard so much about Vegas and the craziness that happens here, and I really wanted to experience it myself. And I've also heard so much about these conventions, as I've just said. So when you combine the two of them together, it, it, it really is a dream come true. So I actually got here on Monday, and then the convention started on Thursday. So I had quite a bit of time to kind of just hang out, experience the city, and see what it was like. And I'll say this about Vegas. It really is Vegas. It's crazy. It seems like things are happening all the time. And I know that the city gets the nickname, the city that never sleeps. And it seems to be with good reason because you can be up at like, like at six in the morning or two in the afternoon. And it's the same thing. It's just people in casinos, gambling, walking around with drinks and just everything seems to be happening all at once. Uh, which is what I'm finding about the city, which I'm loving, but I'm definitely missing the quietness of Brampton, Ontario, and the fact that it's not just like a constant party that's happening all the time. Um, but it's been really cool, and then I got to go to the Grand Canyon, which was amazing. I've never been able to, well, I've never seen it because I've never been to Vegas before, and I've heard so much about it, and it really did not disappoint. So that was a lot of fun. Uh, first few days here were great, uh, really interesting to experience. But of course, I'm not here to talk about, oh, what's Vegas like? I'm here to talk about the Star Trek convention. And I'll tell you, like the night before the convention, it was a whole different, different atmosphere. Because uh, when I got here, it was the usual Vegas atmosphere that you'd expect, where it's just, as I said, it's a constant party. People are gambling, people are drinking, and just everyone's out for a good time. But, but the night before that, Trekkies showed up. And that was that was amazing because it was just literally walking all around the casino in the hotel lobby and just seeing fans everywhere, all dressed up, all excited. One of my first, not experiences, but one of the first things that happened that night before the convention 
that really stood out to me was when I was in an elevator and I heard some guys talking about parallels and future imperfect and that communicator with the three um, with three bars. And so we had a great conversation about that. They asked me what my favorite uh, series was, and I was like, well, you know, TNG's always is going to have my well, – how did I phrase it? Basically, TNG is my favorite because it's the one that I grew up with. But DS9, I think, is the best just because it's so well-developed and the character growth is amazing. And they were like, those are good answers. That's right. And so it was just the first time I've ever got onto an elevator and had a conversation about Star Trek. It was only 30 seconds long, but it was amazing just to hear people in a regular place saying things like, oh, you know, I liked uh, I liked the future and perfect communicator. When else did we see it? Oh, oh, parallels, you know, so you, you stuff you don't hear every day. Um, so that was really cool. And then obviously day of convention, I was just super giddy and I was excited and I was a bit nervous because this is something I had been waiting for for a very long time and always wanted to do. So walking to the actual convention or down the convention hall was was really kind of nerve-wracking in a weird sense, which I didn't expect. I didn't expect to be nervous, but I was definitely nervous. And I, I have had a lot of fun filming everything for the for the YouTube channel. So you can actually check out my vlogs on the YouTube channel, Yelling About Star Trek. I have uh, my day one up, and I should split that into two parts because there was a lot. And then part two will be up shortly, but by the time you're listening to this, it will already be up most likely. So walking down the hall to the convention was a bit nerve-wracking, but once I was there, I felt so much joy and happiness because, again, I was in a large room surrounded by other Trekkies who were all in cosplay, who were all dressed up and excited. And the, the room I was in was Vendor's Alley. And that's basically just where all of the different vendors were hanging out and selling stuff. So I spent a good few hours walking around the convention hall, uh, specifically Vendor's Alley, and just seeing all the cool Star Trek stuff that I could buy, seeing all the different ships and the deltas and various action figures and posters and, and drawings. It was just so much that I was like a little bit overwhelmed because I was like, well, what do I do first? Do I... Do I buy a toy first or do I try to scout the entire area to see what I wanted? And so my plan was, yeah, I'll walk around, I'll I'll take a look at everything, and then I'll see what I want to spend my money on. And then as I'm looking around, I see Dominique Keating. And, of course, Dominique is Reed from Enterprise. And I also see Connor Trenier just hanging out, signing autographs to, for people, taking selfies. And I was like, Phew. I did not realize that the autographs would be happening at Vendor's Alley. I thought they would be in a different room. So when I was walking around, I was not expecting to see celebrities and to see the actors who played the characters that I've idolized for so long. And I was just like shocked. So I was immediately like, okay, well, um, I don't think I want to buy anything right now because of the autographs. And I was so focused on trying to figure out how much it costs to get one by Dominic and one by Connor that I eventually had to go up and ask someone and they pointed me to another place. And then, of course, as I'm walking there, I see Robert Picardo, the doctor from Star Trek Voyager. And I was like, okay, I have to get the doctor first. That's what I'm going to do. And then I will try to get Dominique's and, and Connor's autograph. So I did that first. And then I found out that not only could I get an autograph, 
but I could get a selfie. So I was like, immediately, I have to get a selfie and an autograph. Got one for Dill as well, so I don't want her to be left out because I'll be honest, it kills me that she isn't here. It's one of my biggest complaints about this trip is that Dill isn't here to experience this with me because Dill and I can talk for hours about uh, about Star Trek and I'll and I don't want to get too gushy, but anytime I'm experiencing something amazing with Dill being there, she makes that experience like 10 times better. So I can tell you, if she was here with me, this would be probably the best experience of my life. But alas, she was not. Um, but I thought, you know what? I, I really want to get her an autograph because she also loves the doctor. So anyways, long story short, I get up to the doctor. I have a really great conversation with him. And I, and I, called him Robert Picardo. I didn't call it the doctor, of course, because I know he's Robert Picardo who played the doctor. The doctor is not real. Um, I had a great conversation with him and I got to, you know, thank him for the cameo that he did for my birthday, which again, that was because of Dill. And like, I want to say this, like, I know she knows me because we know each other really well, but hearing the way the doctor spoke to me or rather Robert Picardo spoke to me was like talking to a best friend. It was surreal because he knew so much about me and it was because of what Dill had said in the cameo request. So I was just so thankful for that. So I thanked him for it. He didn't really remember the cameo, of course. I don't I don't expect him to, but he seemed to appreciate that I appreciated it. And but he was very friendly, really down to earth. So I got the two autographs. I took a selfie with him and uh he was just super cool. And looking back at the selfie, it's like, man, he legitimately seemed happy to be taking a picture with me. So I, re- I really enjoyed that. And I and I love the fact that he also signed it uh to Chris, hollow regards. And as he did that, he's like, oh, I'm sorry for the bad joke. And I'm like, no, this is perfect. I expect nothing less of Robert Picardo than to make a joke like that. Not that he makes bad jokes, but I love his humor. So I love the fact that he's like, with hollow regards, because he's the doctor of holograms, so why not? Um, so that was amazing. And then, I don't know, the day just got progressively better, even though it already started off on a high note. Um, and then I was able to, let me see, I'm kind of blanking, because I'll tell you, the first two days are are kind of merging together. Um, so I was able to get, yeah, so obviously I got Robert Picardo's autograph, which was amazing. And then I got to get Andrew Robertson's autograph, who played Garrick. Got one for Dill as well, because she's also a Garrick fan. And then I got one from Anthony Montgomery, who played Travis. And I was really happy with that, because he's just such a down-to-earth guy, too. And um, he's super friendly. And then I got to talk to him about the character. And... I wasn't critical of the character, of course, but I said I really wish he did get more, and he agreed to me. Uh, and you know, and I got to talk to him about that, you know. And he was just really down to earth. I got to chat with him a little bit about Travis and some of the challenges with that, because you know. And what I forgot to mention was that I went to an Enterprise panel, and I thought that was really cool because there was a really great discussion. But basically, someone asked the panelists what their least favorite scene was, and. You know, the panel was with, with um, Connor and Dominique and John Billingsley, who I got to interview for Trucking with the Fam, and that was amazing. And basically, every one of those guys, not counting Anthony, talked about a specific scene that they didn't like. But then Anthony was like, well, to be honest, um, 
I just wish I got more because I wasn't in a lot. So I, I really did like his uh, transparency and his honesty with that. So chatting with him about that when he signed uh, the uh, photo for me, I thought was really cool. And then I got this really nice photograph of of uh, Travis as evil Travis wearing the red uniform, uh, which I love. I think that's probably the best looking that Travis is in the series. And man, does he wear red well? So that was really cool. And then I got to meet Garrett Wong and Harry Kim. And it was weird because I, I, I was in line for that. And I wasn't planning on talking to him until, you know, it was my turn to, uh, to get an autograph um, because there was someone ahead of me. So I was, I was trying to be polite and, and hold off. But then there was a point where, where the lady didn't know what photo she wanted, uh, which I totally get because I was like, Oh, what do I want for, for Kim? Because there's so many options and she couldn't decide. So, so Garrett was like, Oh, Hey, I have this uh, photo of me holding a phaser rifle. And then, cause I was within earshot and I said, oh, is that Memorial? And then Carol looked up and was like, yeah, that's Memorial. How did you know that? So we had a quick conversation. It was basically like, you know, this is uh, something I can do, but, you know, this is the first time that it's ever been appreciated that I can just look at an image and be like, oh, I know what that episode is. Uh, so Garrett seemed pretty impressed, which I'm not going to ever stop talking about, to be honest. Yes, I'm boasting, but I'm excited about it because... An actor on Star Trek was excited that I could identify episodes based on screenshots. I'm sure a lot of us can do that because if you're listening to this podcast, then there's a very good chance you can do that too. But it was nice to have that skill recognized by an actor. So so where was I going with that? So that was really cool. And then I actually got up to him and we chatted for a little bit. He was super friendly and just a genuinely nice guy. And we took a we took a selfie together. I don't actually know why we call them selfies because it's two people. But that's what they call them. They say, hey, it's 40 bucks for a selfie. Um, so I got a picture with him, and he also seemed really genuinely happy to, to be in a photograph. And I'm sure there's a little bit of like, I'm trying to be happy because it's my job, and this is kind of my gig right now that I'm doing here at Vegas. But some of the other actors, you can tell they're not as excited. Not that I'm upset about it, but but I I really did appreciate how how genuine and authentic um, Garrett Wong was when when, when we uh, when we chatted and when we took the selfie together. And outside of the actual vendors and the autographs, the other really cool thing about the convention has been the cosplay. Cosplayers are honestly some of the coolest people ever, just because they're so creative, and they really put a lot of effort into their costume. And not only is it like cool, obviously I like it when someone just wears a uniform because I think anyone wearing a Star Trek uniform is instantly cool. But I love it when someone goes to the extent of making the full makeup or doing a deep dive on something. Um, like, I, for example, one of the coolest ones I saw was Punk on a Bus. Unfortunately, I couldn't get to interview her because she was a bit nervous about that. But I just love the fact that she was punk on a bus, and I really wanted to be punk on a bus. But I was able to interview two cosplayers on the first day, a bunch of cardboard on him, uh, but painted as Khan from Wrath of Khan. So he had like a um, a cardboard hat that just had Khan's face painted on it, and then he had a cardboard over his uh, over his um, body but painted as Khan's body. And I thought that was really cool. So we had a great conversation and he talked about how he got into it. Then I saw another really cool cosplayer. Her name was Athena. And basically what she did is she combined 
uh, Star Trek with Wonder Woman. And so she had like the Star Trek TOS skirt variant of that uniform, but with elements of Wonder Woman. And I thought that was the coolest thing. So I had to interview her and we, we chatted for quite a while and she just, uh, really seemed into it. And she's really fond of the, of, of crossovers. Um, so I love that because why not combine two great things into one thing? Um, so that, that was amazing. And then of course the enterprise panel was great. Really enjoyed that. As I already mentioned, one of the things that I wasn't really thinking about when I was looking forward to the convention and, and getting ready for it was the fact that other Star Trek family members are here. So it's been a lot of fun just hanging out with them and going out for dinner and just getting to know, know the members who have been in the group for a long time, who I see pop up sometimes, but have never actually been able to speak to. And what's wild is that because we're all Trekkies, we instantly have something to talk about. So Within like minutes of meeting someone, you can say, what's your favorite episode or who do you or who do you like or what do you think of this or what do you think of that? And then that starts a whole conversation. And by the time you're done that conversation, you feel like you've known that person forever. And then when you see them periodically throughout the convention, it's like, oh, hey, how's it going? You know, and, and I love it. It's been really cool. Now, for example, a bunch of us all went out for Chicago pizza, uh, deep dish, of course, and I thought that was really cool because I've never had deep dish pizza, and it was a thick crust, and I ordered a medium thinking I'd have no problem with it, but my gosh, that was a lot, and I basically had to take it home, or rather back to the hotel, and I'd be eating that for days, finally all done. Um, but there was one point where the waiter came along and was like, hey, um, here are all the receipts, how do you want to pay? But just before that happened, one of the guys there asked me what I thought about Tuvix. And of course, I had to think about Tuvix and I had to share my thoughts. And I was, you know, showing my views on that. <laughs> and then I was so focused on Tuvix that I totally was like, wait, what do I do? Do I do I pay with my card or do I pay with cash? And then I had to sort of the tip and it was just a whole process. And they were like, hey, wait, do you not have tipping can? And I'm like, we do. But usually we see their percentage. And someone was like, well, no, the percentage is on the bill. So you can you can look at that and you can decide. So I did it all. Everything was fine. But it was just like because the one guy had asked me what what my thoughts on Tuvix were, I was immediately focused on that and not thinking about that, um, about the receipt. So that was fun. And no, it's not just some guy. His name is Ron, and I uh, really enjoy talking to him. And one thing I do want to say before I forget is that I got to meet Mark for the first time. Mark is my co-host on Trekking with the Fam. Uh, so it's been a really lot of fun to meet him and meet his wife, Lisa. And we've hung out quite a bit. And it's just been fun talking about Trek and just getting to see them in real life. Because when you connect with someone new in real life, it really is cool. So that has been a lot of fun. And then day two came around, and I was really excited about day two. Uh, had a lot of great um, conversations with people. I uh, was able to get more autographs, got some more selfies, did some with, uh, well, took a selfie with Connor and Dominique, and uh, took one with Jonathan Frakes, which was really awesome. And everybody just seemed so genuine. Uh, I also ran into some more cosplayers that I thought were really interesting, so got some nice interviews from them, uh, which I'm very excited about. But... One thing I did find about day two was that I was quite drained. Like I was still enjoying everything. I was still having a lot of fun, but I was like, man, I need to just go back to my room and chill. Um, so I did that for the night and um, 
had my first experience with internet, which I liked, but didn't love as much as I thought I would. Uh, but really, it just is so surprising how draining these conventions are. Because I thought, okay, if it's with Star Trek, I'm not going to have any trouble uh, with with sleep or with being tired or any of that stuff. But I did. So I'm learning that, yeah, well, it's Star Trek. and I love Star Trek. And while it's great to be in this party environment where everybody is into Trek, it really is quite draining. And I don't know if that's just because of the nature of the convention or if it's because I'm also vlogging at the same time and editing and trying to come up with content or a combination, but it really is a lot more draining than I thought it would be, draining in a good way because I'm never going to be upset about being tired because I was hanging out with Star Trek fans because usually I'm drained at the end of the day after a long day of work where I'm listening to a lot of um, you know residents who are, who are having challenges with their neighbors, uh, but this is the first time I've been trained out for something so positive, and it's a nice change. I, I really do like it. So the first two days have been amazing, have been a lot of fun. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to get a ticket for Saturday, uh, but I actually am recording this right now on Saturday, and I've enjoyed being able to work on my videos all day and and this podcast, and then also just nap um, so that I can recover and be fully ready for tomorrow. And I will be talking about my final day in Vegas in part two of this uh, podcast, which will be coming out next week. But what about you? Have you ever been to a Star Trek convention before? Do you want to go to a convention? Do you have any questions? Let me know. I'd love to hear from you. And also let me know what you like and what you don't like about the show, because ultimately my goal is to make a podcast that you enjoy listening to and watching. And in the paraphrase words of Captain Kirk, I shall see you out there that away.